This is the Wicked Tasty Podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Burkard. In this episode, we'll be speaking with Jenna Bratz, founder of Drunken Donuts here in Nashville. After a late night of drinking on Broadway, the idea for a boozy donut was born. Jenna's business has taken off and become a full-time career as she makes a name for herself in the Nashville pastry industry. Jenna, how are you doing today? Hey, good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for joining me. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, you know, you have a great background, a great story, and I'm really excited to share that with our listeners. Why don't we just go ahead and, and jump into it? Just tell me a little bit about yourself and you know, even before you started Drunken Donuts, how you ended up in Nashville and just share a little bit about your background. Yeah, so I came to Nashville in 2013. Um, I'm originally from Wisconsin, so grew up there and everything, but I came down here to go to Belmont. Um, yeah, college was kind of a crazy story. I went to Belmont for two years, went to Central America for three months, then transferred to UT, came back to Belmont, finished out, just really trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and really the only thing that I ever knew that I wanted to do was start my own business. Had no idea what that looked like, what it would be and what I would be doing. Um, but yeah. What do you end up going to South America for or Central so America? So I went to Central America. It was just, I was going to transfer to University of Georgia, got to the orientation day and I was like, something feels off. So it's middle of summer. Like I don't have any other places I can transfer to. I'm like, what are, what's my option here? So I just found a gap semester trip and it was just like cultural immersion. So went there, did a bunch of random stuff, worked on permaculture farms, learned about urban sustainability in Guatemala City, like just a bunch of random stuff. So it was a lot of fun, but yeah, just. That's awesome. And was your focus in college as well anything to do with business? What was your major? Yes, so everything was always business. Um, Originally I was gonna come to Belmont and do music business, then I changed to international business. Then I ended up finishing with um, business administration just because with all my transferring, that's kind of where it ended up. But yeah, I was always just excited about entrepreneurship because you could do a little bit of everything. And that's kind of all I ever wanted to do. Have you found something that you enjoy specifically about business? Or are you still just, you know, being the entrepreneur, having hands and everything? Yeah, everything. Like everything about starting a business is a lot of fun. Like I like coming up with the graphics and everything and like creating some sort of marketing for all of that. Like I just really love, I guess marketing is probably my favorite, but like, yeah, setting up spreadsheets and like doing numbers and doing accounting for a little bit is really fun to me. So this has just been so much fun starting Drunken and being able to do all of it. Well, you definitely have to enjoy doing it all because as a small business owner, it's just you, right? You're the only one part of Drunken Donuts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's just me. I do have a marketing consultant that I hired, Hannah Garrett. She's awesome. So she's really been helping me out. But yeah, other than that, I'm the one making, delivering. So you're the CEO, you're the delivery man, delivery woman, excuse (laughs) me, you're the accountant. Mm -hmm. You have someone helping you with marketing, but you still have your hand in marketing. So you, you really are a a jack of all trades. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And was Drunken Donuts your first business out of college? Did you just come out of college and start Drunken Donuts? What what did you do when you left school? So I graduated college August of 2017, and then I had been working at Five Daughters for a while. So after I graduated, I just stayed with that as I was trying to figure out what I was doing. What were you doing there? I was a decorator, so doing the 3 a.m. shifts, waking up, decorating all the donuts. It was a lot of fun. Everybody there was awesome, so it was like very enjoyable, even though the hours were not super fun. Um, but yeah, so I kept doing that for a while, and then it was October of 2017 when Drunken started. Well, when the idea was formed, and my my aunt was here. Okay. She's visiting, and she had gone out on Broadway the night before, and then I came home the next morning with a donut from Five Daughters because I had worked that morning, 
and she was eating it and like oh my gosh I just wish I had this last <laughs> night like this would have been so delicious and we were like I wonder if you could do something just selling something delicious on Broadway like some sort of donut or something and then my mom was sitting at the table too she was like you could call it drunken donuts I was like this is actually a really good idea like mm-hmm. I feel like I've played with random things that I've wanted to start before but I was like this actually seems legit so we got started talking we we're like you can make you could put alcohol in the donut it doesn't have to just be like a nighttime snack you could make it actually drunken and so we were just playing with a bunch of ideas and I think a couple of days later I just had a free day so I went to a coffee shop and just like looked up and saw if anything else had been created like this if the name drunken donuts had been taken and everything was available and I was like this has to mean something like mm-hmm. this is crazy it's fate. so yeah set up a website like got the domain and everything took everything that I needed just in case I actually tried this and then a couple days later I went out made some I bought the donut machine that I use and then made a bunch of cake mixes and tried a bunch of flavors out and then I took them to my friends and had them try them and then I had made so many like way too many to eat so I took them to my mom's office the next day and they tried them and they were like, oh my God, these are delicious. We're having an event next Tuesday. Do you want to you wanna make donuts for it? And I was like, sure, okay. Nice. <laughs> so this is happening. So did it's all get, been a very, like it started off just so weird. Like, did okay. Did you get paid for the event or was it yes, just? Yes, and yeah. I got paid. So it was like a legit gig. It was awesome. And I was like, okay, this is happening. So yeah, I just, after that event, I continued to sell some to my friends and stuff. And then they would tell their friends. So it was just like a little bit. I'd be delivering donuts to different people. Um, but yeah, so then for a little while I tried to get it off the ground and it wasn't really going anywhere. Like I had my Instagram page, but really it was just my friends that liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then I took a job as a travel agent and worked as a travel agent for like four months and just that nine to five life is not for me. So I was like, I have this idea. It's a great idea. And I can't just give up on this and not have it go anywhere. So I quit my job and started doing drunken full time. That's awesome. Yeah. And did you learn how to make donuts at your time at Five Daughters, or have you been a pastry chef, like kind of per- personal baker your entire life? How, how did you learn to make a donut? Yeah, I, I, okay, so in Knoxville, I started working for Buttermilk Sky Pie, which they have one in Franklin too. Okay. Um, so I learned a little bit about baking then. Before that, really only specialized in chocolate chip cookies, so I really was not a baker. And I took a job at Buttermilk Sky, and then I took a job at Maker's Donuts in Knoxville. And both of those, I was just like, why am I doing baking things? Like, I don't know why I looked into that or why I got these jobs, but this has to mean something in the future. So it was so much fun working at both of those places. I learned a ton, and then I went to... And when I came home, I got a job at Five Daughters, and I was like, I don't know what is going on with this bakery thing, but here we are. And I just absolutely loved it. And I think it just gave me enough of a base knowledge to really be able to make what I'm making. I still don't know how I do it. I'll start making flavors and I'll be like, I think in my head this will probably work. And it does, shockingly. What's what's the worst thing that you ever made that you thought was going to be like a genius idea? I tried to make a maple one and it just did not work at all. I wanted to do like maple and bourbon and it was just sticky. It was such a mess and I couldn't figure out how to do <laughs> just could not figure out how to make it taste <laughs> mapley enough and like I really wanted to use syrup and it was just it was that was probably the worst I've ever done but yeah so you had your job as a travel agent and you just said the nine to five corporate life is not for me I'm born to be an entrepreneur I'm gonna break out and do this mm-hmm. and you had been selling donuts on the side to family and friends 
Did you have like a loyal base of customers besides your family and friends or was it just more more of them? You know, as I think about it, no, I didn't have anybody outside my family and friends and I just, I quit and I started nannying again. So I had like income coming mm-hmm. in from that, but during like, a fu- it was probably a full month where I was just kind of building up my Instagram again, building up new followers, kind of putting things in place, fixing up my website so people can actually really order online and stuff. Um, and then all of a sudden I, oh, I reached out to Instagram influencers and some of them posted and all of a sudden I had like over a thousand followers and I was getting orders and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to start making like processes. I need to figure out how to be doing all of this. Like I really just (laughs) had no idea what I was doing. So one weekend I had probably like 10 or 15 orders, which is the most I've ever had. And like, how do I tell these people that I got their orders in, Mm -hmm. that I'm delivering them? Like I didn't have any processes in place. Mm -hmm. I needed to make spreadsheets and stuff. So yeah, it just kind of all happened really fast and was really consistent throughout last fall where I was just like, okay, this is, this is what I'm doing. I think I've got some good stuff in place. Um, and then, yeah, so I've got a, I got quite a few followers from that time and then people reaching out to their friends and stuff too. So it really took off like last fall. So Instagram was really the wheel for the engine for the business. Yes. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. still has been. And yeah. most of your sales, are they online? I know you do farmer's markets as well. So what does that look like? Like, where are you actually selling most of your product? Yeah, it's all been online. We just started the farmer's market about a month ago. So it's all been online deliveries and stuff. Um, in March, we started attending events at Jackalope Brewery. But before that, it had just been, all been deliveries. So it's a lot of Saturday mornings just driving all over Nashville to deliver all the donuts. And do you just deliver once a week or how does that work? I deliver whenever people set their delivery time and date. So I think I'm only closed on Sundays. Right okay. Now. It's 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So whenever somebody places an order. What's the turnaround time? Right now it's 24 hours okay. prior. We're playing with something for the fall, maybe doing within an hour. But right now, because it's only me, it's it was tough to... I tried doing the delivery within an hour, but it's just hard when you're by yourself. So yeah, do you have, do you make everything like bake it to order, or do you carry inventory here? Yeah, I bake to order. So okay, and how long does it yeah. take to to bake like a batch of donuts? I can make a dozen. My I have a little donut machine. It's kind of like a waffle maker, mm-hmm. um, and so that I mean it finishes the donuts in three and a half minutes, and then decorating them takes like maybe two minutes so I can get a dozen done really fast as long as I have everything prepped and ready to go but yeah and then I know you make all of your own icings and glazes as well right and that's that's where the booze comes into play it's yes so it's actually in the booze it's not baked out or anything you can actually taste it and it so it's in the frosting it's not in the donut correct do you have to be 21 to purchase you do not have to be 21 it's like a rum cake it's just a little bit of alcohol so just enough to taste not a shot in every donut okay. some people like to how many what, what would happen first if i ate like 100 donuts would i get drunk or would i get full i think you would get full first, okay for sure <laughs> <laughs> it would take a lot of... so you're also you know eating a donut which i think is canceling out the, the right, alcohol it's like patting the stomach right <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> um I've tried a bunch of your donuts and they're all delicious. And I know you have some staple flavors that you offer year round, but then you also offer seasonal flavors or flavors of the month. Yes, we have flavors of the month. I, um, yeah, just kind of create different flavors for the seasons. And then, I mean, right now it's the end of peach season. So we have a peach flavor. We sometimes repeat flavors, but I really do try to have different flavors for every single month so that 
You always have new ones to try. And the booze that you use, do you have partnerships with the companies? Because I know there's a couple different brands that you definitely promote, like the name of the liquor. And then there's other mm-hmm. brands where you just call it, hey, this is a vodka glazed donut or a whiskey glazed donut. Yeah. So right when I first started, Jackson Morgan Southern Cream reached out to me. Okay. And so they were my first partner from the start. And they just have so many delicious flavors that work so well with donuts because they're all so sweet and what, what is that is that like a Kahlua type it's, like Bailey's it's like just how would you describe it's just like a southern cream it's like a cream creamy yeah. yeah I guess just a cream liqueur yeah and it just has mm-hmm. fun flavors like they have banana pudding red pudding oh nice like just like really yummy orange dreams cola I think they have I don't know and it's, it's booze right yeah yeah, but it does not taste like it. It's just tastes like candy. So it's the lethal kind of booze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they were definitely my first ones where I was like, this would be a really good idea to start partnering with these different companies. Um, we have Jackalope. We just started partnering with um, Nashville Brewery and Blackstone Brewery. So we're gonna have a donut from each of those brands every month starting in September. Um, Red Eye Rye I found yesterday, yep. and we're gonna use that in our. Um, September donuts so they are also a local Nashville company but oh, yeah nice. as much as I can I try to use something local mm-hmm. but just kind of depends on the flavors and I know you said you kind of create all the flavors yourself how how the heck do you come up with all these things I have gotten suggestions from my friends and from just people you can go on my website and you can suggest different flavors so that's helped a lot and then I just pick out like liquors that I like and try to base something off of that or flavors that I like and try to make it off of that. Yeah, I just I just try to have fun with it. It's fun. I've tried to limit it so that we aren't changing every month just mm-hmm. so that there's a little more consistency. Mm-hmm. People don't feel like they have to rush to buy them. But I have so many flavors that I love making and I think are really good. So I just love changing them every month. All right, so right now the booze is purely in the, the icing, the frosting of, of the donuts. You kind of mentioned rum cake. Are you ever planning to, you know, offer a donut where you bake the booze directly into the donut or offer a different product line beyond donuts where it might be like a rum rum cake type type of product? Yeah, so I played with baking it into the cake and I'm just biased about this as in my own opinion, but I just feel like you really lose a lot of the flavor, so mm-hmm. that's my hesitancy towards using it in the in the cake just because I feel like then what's the point of it if nobody can really taste it it's right. fun to say but it's more fun to like actually be able to taste it like right. in the glaze um so probably not gonna add any to the base for now um and as far as expanding I am playing around right now with a popcorn line which is kind of out of the box we'll see where it goes but my sister when we were at a distillery tour recently she dropped a piece of popcorn like just the free popcorn that they have to eat into her glass and took it out and was like oh my god this tastes amazing because it had a little bit of the alcohol still on the bottom so been playing with that just to accompany it i love popcorn so i think it would be super fun to like just have some sweet drunken popcorn too mm-hmm. but we'll it is see where that goes it is true jenna actually made us a bowl of popcorn to snack on while we're recording this episode <laughs> donuts and popcorn <laughs> um that, that's that's actually really cool and talking along the line of expansions you know i think it's awesome that you have these glazes have you ever considered either selling the glazes making that like jarring the product and making it so people can bake their own donuts or bake their own pastries at home and put your glazes on on their products i have not thought about that but that would be a great idea yeah i could definitely start toying with that because i mean it's just a simple cake base so yeah if you have the glazes you can 
make all sorts of things with, mm-hmm. yeah, your own, put your own spin on it. Yeah. Idea. I like that. I think that would be really cool. Um, I would probably just buy a jar of that and just eat the frosting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not a bad idea. <laughs> you know, one of the things I did want to ask you as well, you mentioned you're doing this all by yourself right now. Mm-hmm. You're an entrepreneur. You are, you know, have a quickly growing company. What's been the biggest challenge, biggest hurdle you've faced so far? I think that when I started, it was definitely me just catching up to what was happening. But as I, like in the week that I had to come up with the concept for this, I always thought like, oh, drunken donuts, that'll be a perfect night snack. I mean, I came up with the idea of selling on Broadway. That's how it started. Um, And then I figured like college students would love it. And I just had these ideas for what this was going to look like. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty much been the exact opposite. So trying to figure out how to plan and target different audiences and figure out what's going to be best. um, It's just been hard adjusting to that and having to change your entire concept really. Um, So who's become your audience now? So yeah, it's a lot of like people in their thirties, I'd say Um, adults just having breakfast. They all just get them for breakfast. And I never have college students order really at all. I think I've had two this entire time and people really don't order late at night. I've done a couple late nights where I deliver within the hour even and nobody buys them. So it's just very weird to like have thought that it was going to look like a certain thing and it's just completely opposite. Um, And I think then not only having an idea for something, but then having an idea that is just not turning out best for you. Like right now I love doing deliveries, but Mm -hmm. it's very time consuming. Me being on my own, it just, Mm -hmm. it makes it kind of hard and being available all the time is a little difficult. So having to switch that into doing events and trying to figure out other things where we can make this work and have it be a little more efficient. Yeah, exactly. I understand Mm -hmm. that. Um, And then when I place an order, what am I getting? Like what, what are my options to order? So when most people go on the line and order, I mean, we just get a lot of single orders where it's like one or two dozen for just one person because maybe they're having people over. Maybe they just want a box. Um, In the last maybe two months, Hannah and I have really been pushing for bigger events. Mm -hmm. So we've definitely had more corporate people reach out to us. Um, So then you can go online and we can discuss more about like what flavors you want. I mean, what the specifications are that you need if you need a setup, if you just want like boxes of donuts to take to an event. Is it just, you know, can you talk a little bit about the pricing and, and actually ordering the product, they just go to your website and they can select like from a half dozen, dozen, just single donuts. Like what, how do they like build an order? Yeah. So on the website at the bottom of the website is an online form and you just give us your name, your address, like where you want it delivered, the time you want it delivered. And then you pick from flavors. We do them by dozens for deliveries at the farmer's market. We sell and at different events, we sell three, six and 12. Okay. Um, but just online, it's all within dozens. And okay. then you can pick the flavors that you want. We have some gluten-free flavors on there, too, for our staple flavors. So they can pick if they want gluten-free. Um, just fill out some information about delivery stuff. And then we'll shoot you a text to let you know that we got the order. And, and there's no minimum. So if I want one of each flavor, or I guess depending on how many flavors you have at a time, let's just say I just want one of this flavor and then all one other flavor, you're able to accommodate that. Yeah, we can do whatever. Yeah, typically when you select the different flavors, I'll just like split it up evenly but if you want one chocolate and 11 peanut butter and jelly like yeah i can do that for you if you just put it in the comment section so it doesn't matter and everything is delivered within a 25 mile radius of nashville yes mm-hmm. yep 
have you played around with doing any sort of like shipping outside of the area? I guess, I don't know, just would it stay fresh? Yeah, so I have, I obviously grew up in Wisconsin, so all those people up there just want to try my donuts. And so I sent a box up and just tried to like, you know, make it last. I mean, yeah, I, I packaged it so that, you know, it would stay fresh, stay um, in place and everything. And they got them and they were in place and it was the next day delivery and it was fine. They tasted fine, but mm-hmm. it was super expensive to ship. And so I was just like, right now, this does not seem worth it. Um, it was like $50 to ship next day. So yeah. I, <laughs> nobody's going to want to pay for that right. $15 dozen of donuts. Um, so right now that's just not my main priority. I do love road trips. So this summer I went up to the Midwest and we did deliveries in Michigan, Indiana, Chicago, and Wisconsin. So that was a lot of fun. So playing with stuff like that is something that I really want to continue. So instead of just shipping to people, maybe just having like pop-ups in different places. That is cool. A little yeah. Drunken Donuts road tour. Yeah. Make so sure fun. you have a designated driver. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, a couple other questions I have for you. We talked about some of the challenges, but you said that you were born to be an entrepreneur. What's been the most rewarding thing about having your own business? I think so often I'm just doing it like it's my job, like which you're obviously supposed to do, but I just do it like I'll wake up one day and I'm like, okay, these are the tasks that I have to do. And then I take a step back and I pause and I'm like, this is, I'm doing this because I created all of this and this is what I need to do because I started this. And that is just such a crazy thought to me. Like, knowing that it's all mine is just so much fun. Like, it's just my little baby, and I, I just love it. Like, it makes doing your job so much more fun because it's everything that you love, and you're creating it into everything that you love. It's important to be passionate about it. I think mm-hmm. sometimes when people think of entrepreneurship, they think of, I'm going to do this because I want to make a lot of money. But for you, it's that's not the primary goal. Right. Yeah. It's a passion project. Exactly. And it's a career. Yeah. Which is really freaking cool. Yeah. (laughs) Just plans for growth in the future. Right now it's just you and I know you have Hannah working with you as well from a marketing standpoint, but do you ever plan on hiring employees, opening up a physical location? Yeah. My main goal right now is to get some sort of trailer or food truck or something, just something tiny. I don't need a lot of space. Um, but just something mobile so that I can move around to different events, kind of have my own space. Mm -hmm. And if it's a kitchen that's obviously approved, then I can start selling wholesale too. Cause right now I'm a home bakery and you can't sell homes wholesale as a home bakery. Okay. Um, does the booze have any restrictions for selling wholesale? No, it's not enough to, you know, have any, like I don't need a liquor license or anything. So that's been nice. Um, but yeah, wholesale would be great. We've been talking to some people that would love to have our donuts once I'm in a commercial kitchen. So just having my own space. I I could start renting commercial kitchen space, but at this point I would rather save my money and just get a, something that I can use as well. Um, so that's really my goal. So then I can start traveling around to, to different places and have other people try my donuts. Well, that would be great. And I'd love to see you all around Nashville with the drunken donuts painted on the side of a big van or yep. big big truck so one final question and this is something i'm going to ask every single one of our our guests here on the wicked tasty podcast and it's really nothing to do with business or donuts or anything it's more just about nashville in general when you have an out-of-town guest 
coming to visit Nashville, what is the number one thing that you recommend that they do when they come to town for the first time? This sounds really cheesy, but Broadway is really fun if you're in the right mindset. So I always tell people to at least do that. But for something a little off the beaten path, I always tell people to go to Arrington Vineyards because I just think it's so beautiful. And when you're there at sunset, just sipping on a glass of wine, oh my gosh, it's the most wonderful thing in the world. What's your favorite bar on Broadway? Tootsie's is always good just because I feel like there's a lot of history there, but I'm also a fan of the new bars and like the huge patios and mm-hmm. the rooftops. So I all love like Jason Aldean's and Luke Bryan's, yep. I think are some of the most fun rooftops. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've had a lot of wild and fun nights down there. Um, and, you know, that brings it full circle too because, you know, Broadway is where the idea for Drunken Donuts was, was born. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, great, Jenna. It was awesome to have you on the show today. I'm so excited that you joined us and were able to share your story with our audience. Before you go, can you just tell the audience where they can find Drunken Donuts? Yeah, so our website is www.drunkendonuts, and it's drunken with an E, so D-R-U-N-K-E-N, um, drunkendonutsnash.com. And then our Instagram handle is at drunkendonutsnash as well. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And as for us, uh, Wicked Tasty, you can find us on Instagram at Wicked Tasty, online at www.eatwickedtasty.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you listen to your podcast. And of course, please subscribe to the Wicked Tasty podcast if you enjoyed our show. This is your host, Dan Burkhard, giving you permission to stick a fork in this episode because we're done. <laughs>